know that without it, it is impossible to please God. Yes. I may be having a bad morning, you might be having a bad week, she might be having a bad month, and they might be having a bad year. Come on. But without faith, it's impossible to please God. You cannot approach God and get Him to turn on your behalf without faith in His ability. Faith in His promises today. What, what, what do you need in your life today? I guarantee you this, you can't beg God long enough that will turn Him in your favor. But when you come boldly to the throne of grace, when you come saying, God, my need is big, but you are bigger today. My need is vast, but you are greater today. My need is large, but you are bigger than anything I face today. I wonder if you'd be bold enough to look at someone next to you and say, God is bigger than what you're facing today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Talk to us. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. In the name of the Lord, bless us. Without faith, right. it is impossible. You already right. said that. But faith without works is dead. Yes, it is. It's either without faith or faith without. Either way, it's not like going to work. I like that. Come so on. I either have to have faith and works. Or I might as well not have faith at all. All right, good point. But the Bible says that he gave every man a measure of faith. That's what it says. 12, so now I have no decision but to act upon it. Hallelujah. Because I already have faith. Come on. You have faith. You have faith. You have faith. You have faith. Yes. It's better that we act upon it than let it go to waste. Right? So good. Because so the Bible good. says we have it. It's up to us what we do with it. It's up to us to let it uh, swept under our rug. Or we stand upon that faith. Okay. Okay. We act upon that faith. We put our trust in that faith. Why? Because that's all we have left. Yes. Sometimes that's all we can stand on is our faith. Matthew chapter 21 and 18 says, Now in the morning. Okay. Somebody say in the morning. I like in that. Morning. Yeah. Now in the morning as he returned into the city, he hungered. They're talking about Jesus. His all flesh right. was all hungry. Right. All right. And when he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it and found nothing thereon. But leaves only, and said unto it, Let no fruit grow on thee henceforth forevermore. Wow. That seems harsh. Yeah. And if you study it out, at that time, it wasn't even the season for there to be figs on the tree. So how can you say curse the tree when there's no figs on it when it's not even the right month of All year right. for there to be it. figs on that tree? Talk about it. But Jesus came expecting, even though the season wasn't right. Hey, hey, even hey, though hey, the hey. timing didn't seem to be Ooh, right. Like he came that. expecting, I expect there to be a fig on that tree when I get there. And there wasn't. I wonder, even though it's not your season. I wonder, even though it just doesn't seem to be your day. It just doesn't seem to be your promised moment. I wonder if there's still something inside of you that when God shows up, he says, I didn't really expect it, but there's something there. There's still faith. When every odd is turned against you, when every situation looks grim and dark and in trouble, I still found faith in my servant. I still found faith in Job when everything had fallen apart. Somebody say, it may not be my season, but I'm still going to have faith. What a point. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, Verily I say unto you, if you have faith, 
He's talking about his disciples marveled when he saw that the fig tree withered away instantly when he said, you won't have any more fruit. Instantly that tree died. The Bible says it. Yeah. And his disciples were like in awe. Oh my, instantly it happened. And he Uh said, if you have faith, this even greater than what just happened can happen to your mountain, to your problem. Come on. Come on. But you've got to have faith. And he said over in Romans, I have given every man a measure of faith. I wonder if tonight somebody would act upon their faith. It doesn't matter if your situation looks completely hopeless, out of reach, out of your hands, out of your grasp. I wonder if somebody would step out of the boat and walk on the water when the waves look higher than the boat, when the waves look higher than you can step, when the waves look higher than you can stand. I wonder if somebody has out of the boat faith. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. My situation says no, but my faith says yes. My problem says it's not going to work, but my God said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He's bigger than my problems. He's bigger than your worries. He's bigger than your stress. He's bigger than your situation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you say, you say, Brother Brad, I just don't know anymore. I just don't know. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, and nothing's happened. For years, nothing's happened. For days, for months, for weeks. I'm tired of standing on that faith. All right. I understand. All right. Trust me, it's okay to get that way. Sure. It's not okay to walk away, but it is okay to tell God, I'm hopeless. Sure. I don't know how to use that faith you put sure. in me no more. I feel like I'm completely hopeless. Oh, yeah. It's okay to tell him that because oh, yeah. that's the first step of getting real with God. Telling him I can't do it on my own. Hey. Hey. I can't make it. It's just by my own knowledge. You're going to have to impart something into me that says when you can't get it I'll throw you a lifeline when you can't step no farther I'll step for you praise God praise God I'm thankful that when I am having a tough day and when I'm having a hard time in life he is still faithful he is still the same God that he was yesterday today and forever let's love him today thank you Jesus praise the Lord praise the Lord people with brains in the word it never dawned on me till you said that Jesus went when he had no right as a man to expect fruit on that tree but he said if you walk in faith you can have that which is not even not supposed even to be expected Come on. I know that's what you just got done saying but it just dawned afresh on me well, that's not, it's not the right time. It's not the right place. It's not the right situation. He said it, Brad. Brother Brad, if you got faith, even mountains have to move when a person's walking by faith. There's no doubt in my mind. Holy Ghost just spoke to several people in this house today. No doubt in my mind. Not through me, but through what he said. Some of you got out of bed this morning worried about something. David, you're going to, where's David at? 
David's going to preach in a minute, then I'm going to follow him. Go ahead and just get over there. That way I'll be reminded to shut up, not go too long. Some of you went up to work Friday, went down to work, up to work, wherever. Something was on your mind heavy. And God is just speaking to you today saying, even though every faction says you have no right to expect God to move in that situation. We, we just heard from God right there, brother. If we don't hear from any, if we don't hear another word from God, I just heard from God today. I don't understand how some of you looking bored today. I don't, I'm about to preach to you up here. I don't get it. We just heard from God. Whatever's wrong in your life, whatever's wrong in your health, whatever's wrong in your finances, God said, if you trust me, you have every right to expect me to move the mountain. God, you are good. If you're going out today, go ahead and be dismissed. Yes, the Lord bless you. Dismissed. But don't dismiss the spirit that we feel. Hallelujah. God, you are good. I feel nothing but absolute confirmation. All right. And what I'm about ready to speak. Okay, brother. So if you're ready. Let's get right into the word right now. Amen. Mighty We're going to start with Hebrews 4 and 2, followed by 4 and 16. All right. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith oh in them oh that heard it. 16, please. Let us therefore come boldly. Unto the th throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Brother Brad, would you pray for this service, please? God, you are good, and you are mighty, and you are holy. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated talking about faith, and there's no doubt that I feel full of faith right now. God is in the midst of this place, and let's just let him have his will today. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you about two links in our spiritual chain, prayer and faith. God has given us many tools to help strengthen our faith, but one that, that stands above the rest to me is the power of prayer. It's the gift of prayer. Prayer can take our faith to a whole new level. Amen. Prayer is our way of communicating with God directly. It is a way that we can directly place our faith in the hands of God. It's very clear that God already knows what you're praying about. He already knows what you need. Okay? He is omniscient. He knows your fears. He knows your troubles. He knows your thoughts. But when you speak those words, when you talk to him one-on-one, -on -one, there is something so powerful about making that connection with him through prayer. Amen? This shows God there is nobody else. There is nobody else that I could bring this to that could make this come to pass. Not my best friend, not my wife, not my co-worker. This is something that I have to bring boldly to the throne of grace if I want it to happen. 
when we pray, it is a two-way street, amen? You can't just expect to do all the talking and not any listening. If we have a major decision in our life and we say, God, uh, I'm planning on taking this job in Timbuktu. Please give me a sign if it's your will. And you accept the job the next day. That's not being patient. That's not listening to the will of God. Hallelujah. God will always have the answer every time if we will place our faith in him. Matthew 7 and 11 says, God will give us the things that we ask. God is our source. He is, he is that fountain of life and his source, God's source, is steadfast and it is unmovable. It never dries up. It never goes away. Is that a never-ending source to fill our souls? God will increase us. Our faith will open the doors and our prayers will become so great. Hallelujah. This is why faith and prayer are so very important together. Would you put complete trust into a stranger? Would you put complete trust into somebody that you knew nothing about? Would you expect that that person would have their will be perfect for you? Sorry, I'm trying to get through this. Would you expect that everything that they wanted would be God's will in your life? Could you put complete trust in someone that you didn't know? Could you truly say that God is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother if you don't know him? Are you spending time in prayer? Are you getting to know your God? Are you getting to a point where, you know what, I can bring anything to God? That's what prayer does. That's how you build a relationship with God. That's how, that's how things can really start to happen and mountains can really start to be moved when we start to become and become a relationship with God. That is how our faith will grow. The more you stay in prayer, the more God is willing to reveal himself to you. Amen? Could you put up James 1 and 6, please? But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like the wave which the wind driveth in the sea and tossed. If, if we don't have faith, we're just, a, we're just a wave in the sea. You know what that means? That means everything, every little thing is going to knock you off course. It's going to affect you one way or the other. Your faith is what builds a foundation to keep you on track. Amen? And without it, we're just waves in the ocean being tossed to and fro. Prayer is weak without faith. But let me tell you something. Our faith can, can become something truly mighty when we start to see our prayers answered by placing faith in God. Amen? That's why prayer and faith intertwined together are so strong as links in our spiritual chain. So what does it mean to pray with faith? There are two forms that I want to talk to you about this morning. Praying with faith with assurance and praying with faith with submission. Assurance, the definition is a positive declaration intended to give confidence, a promise, being certain in mind or guaranteeing. That's being sure. That's having assurance. We read in, in 1 Kings chapter 17 through 18 
There was a time of great idolatry as the people worshiped Baal. And Elijah prays that it's not going to rain. Okay? Can you put up uh, 17 and 1 of 1 Kings, please? And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, saith unto Ahab the king, As the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Elijah must have been pretty sure that what he was about to pray was going to come to pass. I don't think you just step up to the king and go, you know what? There's not going to be any rain. Your land's going to dry up. You want to know why? Because you are, you're disobeying God right now. Okay? You're completely out of the will of God. So time goes by, and, and God speaks to Elijah, and we read, if you could put it, 1 Kings 18.1. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year. Three years. I'm pretty sure he believed Elijah then. Wow. This, was, uh, this wasn't just a short drought. It's been three years and this land has been dry. Go show yourself unto Ahab and I will send rain upon the earth. Elijah had great faith and confidence that what he prayed was going to happen. That is praying in faith with assurance. When you know undoubtedly 100% the will of God, you know that is going to happen through your prayer. When we pray with assurance, we completely believe that what we, that what we will see is nothing short of the glory of God. Praying in assurance is having zero hesitance. You don't have to say, Lord, let your will be done. If you already know 100%, God, this is, this is your will. There are certain things that we read about in the Bible. They're receiving the Holy Ghost, being baptized in Jesus' name. You don't have to say, Lord, if it be your will, give me a sign that I should, you know, be saved, that I should be baptized, that I should receive the Holy Ghost. You can ask for help, but I promise you that is 100% the will of God. Amen? The second I want to talk to you about is praying in submission. This is when the answer isn't so clear. This is when God has kept the outcome hidden. Okay? Sometimes when we pray, we just don't know what the outcome is going to be, okay? We don't know if it is God's perfect will. Does God want this to come to pass? Praying in submission is having faith when the Scripture doesn't have a specific answer to that exact thing that we're praying about, okay? Could you put up Mark 1 and 40, please? And there came a leper to him. He's talking to him, okay? He kneels down before Jesus, and he says unto him, says unto him, if thou wilt, can you make me clean? Can you heal me? Now, the man's prayer was clear. He had leprosy. He wanted to be healed. And he knew that Jesus could heal him. But what he didn't know is would he heal him? That's that if thou wilt or if you are willing, will you heal me? Okay? 
That's praying with faith in submission. I know God can make this happen for me. And I'm going to have faith that he can do this and he will provide. But I'm not 100% sure if it's going to happen right now when I need it to happen. That's like what Brad was talking about. Sometimes we might have to wait a little while. We might not have a for sure answer, and we might have to just hold on to that faith a little bit longer. He talked about it already. Look at Job. This man served God wholeheartedly, and his life was turned upside down. All right? Everything was taken away from him but his faith. I can only imagine that when he was praying for for comfort, for healing of his body, the pain that he had in his body just covered from sores or the, the hurt that he had in his heart from losing his family, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was saying to himself, well, I know God can, but with everything going on in my life right now, will he do it? He probably wasn't completely sure. That's praying in submission with faith. Now, the key to both is keeping your faith no matter what the outcome is. Whether you're 100% sure or not, trust in God. Do not lose your hope. The Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. Do not lose your hope. There's going to be times where we pray with assurance. There's going to be times where we pray in submission, and they're going to come at different points in our lives. But when we tap into that power of prayer there's something that changes, all right? Do you want to see God's will happen? Do you want to see those chains break, those burdens lifted, that pain removed? Do you want to see those souls you've been praying for won over to God? Grow your faith. Learn to pray with everything that you have. Faith is a gift, and we need to consume it with our lives. Romans 1 and 17 says, The just shall live by faith. 1 Corinthians 16 and 3, stand fast in faith. Hebrews 12 and 2, Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. 1 Timothy 6 and 12, fight the good fight of faith. James 5 and 15, the prayer of faith shall save the sick. If you're at that point in your life where you just say, God, I need you now. I am desperate for you now. There may be a door. There may be a wall in front of you, and you may be hesitant to open, but I'm telling you, now is your time. God's standing there. He is knocking. He says, I have what you need. I am ready to heal whatever it is in your life. Just step out. Get out of your box. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Open up that door and let me pour out miracles in your life. Let me break those chains that have been holding you down for so long. God, you are good. So I challenge each of you, step out. Step out in faith when you pray and come boldly before the throne of God. Whether you're praying in assurance and you know that it's going to happen or the answer is, is blurry. It doesn't, it doesn't seem to be right there. You know, Hebrews 11.6 says, without faith, it is impossible to pre- please him. Yeah, I love that so verse. I can tell you that when you are in your prayer, it tells me without faith, it is impossible to please him. Mm-hmm. So if I am praying without faith, can we really expect it Waste to come time. to pass? No. 
What no. would happen if we no. actually thought that the things that we were praying weren't just words? Uh -huh. That God really uh -huh. could do that. Yeah, right. Amen? Yes. Wouldn't that be something if our prayers weren't just words? God will do it. All those things that have been holding you back. The list can go on and on. Lust, faith, anger, faith, jealousy. Faith, faith. It doesn't matter. Just come boldly. They can all be washed away by the blood mm -hmm. of Jesus. Faith in that Prayer and faith. Yep. The two links in our spiritual chain. Thank you.